Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Warriors 24-7 podcast. What a night for Curry in Houston. A vintage Curry flurry performance all started by Kevin Porter Jr. Home sweet home chase center. A 6-1 homestand for the Golden State Warriors. We'll talk about that and All-Star Wiggins nomination for All-Star starter in Cleveland. Returning to the city that he originally got drafted in. All of that on this episode of the Warriors 24-7 podcast. Brandon Cadiz here on the Warriors 24-7 podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another week's episode. Make sure to hit follow on wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Warriors247Pod and make sure to follow me on Twitter at BKadiz0. I know most of our listeners here are from the Bay Area and we're just trying to recover over that brutal loss from the Rams to the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Good news though, the Warriors are helping ease that, especially Stephen Curry with a performance like what we saw last night. Curry is back. Warriors fans need to not worry about his shooting slump. He's been able to find his rhythm, and it was evident with a 40-point performance last night. Heated up in the fourth quarter. Scoring 21 of his 40 points then, 7 of 10 from the field in that fourth quarter, 4 of 7 from beyond the arc, 3 of 4 from the free throw line. Steph finished with 40 points on 13 of 23 shooting, 7 of 14 from beyond the arc, 7 of 8 from the free throw line, 5 rebounds, 9 assists, a steal and a block, and the key stat in my opinion, only 1 turnover for Steph. He was on a stretch of averaging four plus turnovers in the last three games. So one turnover game is great to see and to be able to help his team out with assisting again with nine assists. Curry had an all around vintage game and it was evident that he wanted to dominate the ball. All of his points scored in the fourth quarter, but one came off the ball. He was going ISO. He was doing step back threes. He was driving in the lane, nailing down contested layups. I mean, it was the vintage Steph that we wanted and we've seen. We've been begging and urging for Steph to be like his MVP self earlier in the season. And he just had that rough January and February is starting off great well technically yesterday was january 31st the last day of january but he's gonna have an opportunity tonight to boost those february numbers after a 40 point performance like that taking on the san antonio spurs tonight in the back-to-back in texas personally my favorite play in that fourth quarter was steph winning the jump ball coming off the screen clay nails him for the three-pointer his final uh field goal bucket scored his 39th and 40th point from the free throw line came out of the game and I love how Steve Kerr did not take Curry out once he was hot he let him play that entire fourth quarter until the last one minute mark where it was basically a blowout and a guaranteed 
Warriors win. Do you want to make a guarantee like how many points the Warriors are going to win or who's going to win the Super Bowl? Well, you can all do that on BetOnline, our sponsor. There might be less football being played, but BetOnline has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scored totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website. To sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just football. BetOnline's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. I've used BetOnline this past weekend, took the 49ers spread, won that one, took Brandon Ayuk over three and a half receptions and won that one. Check out their side again at BetOnline. Back to the Warriors and Stephen Curry. He exploded in that fourth quarter, and we have to thank Kevin Porter Jr. In the 415 mark in the third quarter, Kevin Porter Jr. got into it with Stephen Curry. He got called for a foul that he didn't like. And after that, he basically was hip to hip with Steph Curry, followed him, mean mugged him as Steph Curry was in a crouched position, hand over his knees. And it was reminiscent to the days of Lance Stevenson blowing in LeBron's ear. This had the same undertones and Steph had a spark. It ignited that fourth quarter run from that point on. And here's a little bit of what Steph had to say post-game about the gamesmanship between him and Kevin Porter Jr. Nice game within the game. And, um, it's, not the, it's not the first, not going to be the last time. Um, we always try to bring another level of... We always have it, but you definitely bring another level of competitiveness when uh, fun stuff like that happens during the game. I take it all as entertainment, and sometimes you need a little, a little boost. So uh, I never really play into it much. Obviously, I ain't saying nothing back, so just just hoop and have fun with it. You know, Steph said you didn't say anything back. That was similar to Tim Duncan. That story of him being unfazed with anything that's. Thrown at him, trash talking wise, Tim Duncan just stayed quiet and let his game do the talking. And that's exactly what Steph did to KPJ last night. Steph also would further comment on KPJ asking for advice and that the Warriors team and Steph himself love the grit, the intensity that KPJ has. Bright star in the league and one of the younger voices and faces that has made a prominent impact in the NBA. And Steph gave him said advice on his game after the contest and similar to Kobe Bryant and Steph Curry in that preseason game a few years back I think it was the year the Warriors would end up winning their first NBA title Steve Kerr also commented that he didn't see that exchange while the game was going on but that he encouraged opponents guarding Steph to do that because it sparked that 40 point performance 21 of those 40 in the fourth quarter again and I bring up Kobe Bryant as Steph Curry passed Kobe Bryant for the most 20-point quarters in NBA history. And that 
comes back from data that they first started gathering in the 96-97 season. Curry now with 37 20-point quarters. Kobe second there at 36. Some notable active players at third place. James Harden with 25. LeBron with 24. Lillard at 21 at the number 5 spot. And we go all the way down to the number 13 spot. Klay Thompson there with 10 20-point games in his NBA career so far. We remember that explosive 37-point quarter. And this was also Steph's largest Scoring fourth quarter at 21 points in his career. A lot of numbers there going to the way of Steph. What, ba what that basically all means if you're not into numbers. Steph Curry's really good. He's a really, really good player. And I think he has climbed up the ladder now with a performance like last night. If he can have back-to-back -back performances of shooting over 50%, that would be great for him. He hasn't done that since the Indiana-Detroit game going back-to-back. In the first couple of games of that seven-game homestand, the Warriors just got done with at Chase Center. And you can't talk about Stephen Curry last night without talking about Kevon Looney. Six of the past nine games, double-digit rebounds for Looney, as well as his second 15-rebound performance last night to go along with seven points for the Loon Dog. And Looney, well-deserving of this starting spot. And we've known his injury history, but he has played 51 games this season and has started in all 51 games, helping the Warriors to a 38-13 and record. And we talked the concern of James Wiseman not coming back. Kevon Looney has played a prominent role at that center position. And I personally said that the key to Draymond Green being out was having Jonathan Kaminga in the starting lineup and to integrate him. Well, guess what? Jonathan Kaminga is not starting anymore. And Kevon Looney has done a great job at the center position, not only with his rebounding and being there on offense, but helping, but helping secure the paint. And everything is starting to mesh with this Warriors team. They're having fun on offense. They're playing great on defense and the Warriors currently riding a hot streak on a six game winning streak. Golden State coming off a seven game homestand in which they suffered their only loss in the second game of the homestand against the Indiana Pacers, a 121 to 117 overtime loss. It started off with a win against Detroit, the loss against Indiana, one against Houston on a Steph Curry buzzer beater. Then they took down Utah by two points, 94 to 92. And then they got their sweet revenge back to back against Dallas and Minnesota. Two of those losses in their past road trip before having that homestand at Chase Center. Then they got a big time win against the Brooklyn Nets without Kevin Durant and James Harden. The Nets still look really, really good. Last podcast, I talked about how key that seven-game homestand was going to be. I did not think the Warriors were going to go 6-1. and one. I thought they would have suffered some more losses there. Credit to Steph Curry and that buzzer beater for helping out the record there against Houston at home. But it was crucial because they went 1-5 in, in their most recent road trip. And the Warriors... Took advantage of their second longest homestand after opening their season with nine of the first 12 games at home. They had an eight game homestand to start off the season, if you remember that. They went seven and one 
And that homestand and that only loss came against the Memphis Grizzlies, who they are 1-2 against this season so far. The Warriors currently have the best home record in the league at 24-4, 85.7% win percentage. Phoenix right behind them at 21-5 and, and an 80.8% win percentage. Well, you think that the Warriors were going to pick up some ground there against the Phoenix Suns with a six-game winning streak? Well, some bad news. Phoenix is on a heater themselves, winning 10 straight games, the best record in the NBA and the best record in the West for Phoenix at 40-9. and Warriors sit 38-13, and three games behind him, so the Warriors don't pick up a game or even half a game with the Phoenix Suns being on a very, very great 10-game winning streak. The Warriors are 14-9 and on the road where they will be visiting the San Antonio Spurs on the back-to-back, the back end of the Texas trip. And Klay Thompson will not play tonight. They will rest him on the back end of tonight's back-to-back against San Antonio. And the Warriors have had trouble against the Spurs since 2012. Warriors are only 13-8 against the Spurs and 4-12 away in San Antonio. The Warriors averaging less than 100 points when they play away against the Spurs. That's 94.6 points. And again, the Warriors have played the Spurs one time this season, a loss 112 to 107 on December 4th. And in that game, we remember how it went down. A big miss free throw by Keldon Johnson, but an offensive rebound allowed by the Warriors and company. Then Derek White hits a three-pointer to take the lead for good. 107-106 to with 143 left in the game. San Antonio did not turn back and secured the 112-107 to victory. And in that contest, the Warriors did not shoot it well from the free throw line. When we look at the team stats there, and I know it's cliche to just nitpick and pick out, hey, if they hit their free throws, they would have won. Well, they really would have. Warriors went 14 of 21 from the line that night at 66%. Well, the Spurs went 16 of 19 at an 84% rate, and Steph Curry shot 25% in that game. We'll look for Steph to have back-to-back heaters, back-to-back 50% shooting nights from the field at least and with the emergence of Andrew Wiggins who we'll touch on in a little bit I think the Warriors can get it done in the back-to-back against the San Antonio Spurs and against the Houston Rockets last night a couple Warriors looked great off the bench Juan Toscano Anderson we haven't heard that name in a while 10 points four of five shooting had two steals and one block great numbers there off the bench and of course Gary Payton the second two of three He had eight points, and he also added on with two steals and one block of himself. So the top two there in Gary Payton and Juan Toscano Anderson. But last night, Steve Kerr decided to go with Moses Moody, who has been great in the G League so far this season. Moody having a performance in the G League like a Jordan Poole performance when he was on a hot streak last season and got the call up, but Moody, 33.3 points, shooting 51% from the field, 41% from beyond the arc, and 78% with the Santa Cruz Warriors, so a well-deserved call up. We'll see if Coach Kerr will go with Moody again tonight in that starting lineup. Will he put Jonathan Kaminga 
in there too with Clay Thompson being out tonight. We'll all, we will all have to see. The Spurs are such a fun team to watch. A young team led by Derek White and DeJounte Murray. They combined for 48 points against the Warriors last time. Derek White had 25. DeJounte Murray had 23 points. And we can witness some history in San Antonio tonight. If Greg Popovich gets the win against Steve Kerr, he will be only the third head coach in NBA history to win 1,330 games, joining Lenny Wilkins and Don Nelson. And Popovich is only six wins away from being the all-time wins leader for head coaches in NBA history, Don Nelson up there at 1335. We all remember that getting the 1335 number win with the Golden State Warriors and Popovich only needs six wins to surpass him at 1336. Greg Popovich is one of the greatest coaches of all time in NBA history. And from one goat to another, Tom Brady announced his retirement today officially and we know that Tommy Terrific has taken an interest into NFTs and what I'm about to say might shock you but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just a goat on the field he's a goat when it comes to investing too he invests in stocks crypto and even art now you can invest like the goat with masterworks Masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol. An even great art piece outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 and 2021. In fact, early investors already received over 30% IRR 2020 and 2021 from the sale of two paintings. This is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the GOAT. Get priority access with their game day promo. Go to masterworks.art slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. That's masterworks.art slash B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. And after that, we have some breaking news as we're recording this podcast just in. Stephen Curry and Andrew Wiggins will not play tonight, joining Clay Thompson, Otto Porter Jr., Andre Iguodala, Nemanja Bjelitsin, as well as already out and rehabbing Draymond Green and James Wiseman. They all are not playing tonight. It looks like the San Antonio Spurs and Greg Popovich could potentially have win number 1330 for their head coach. We'll see a lot of the rookies tonight. Jordan Poole will probably lead the backcourt there alongside Moses Moody. And hopefully Jonathan Kaminga gets that starting role because he's been exciting all season long and a fan favorite for many. Moses Moody had a pretty solid game the last time out against the Houston Rockets. 11 points, 4 of 7 shooting, 3 of 5 from beyond the arc. 2 rebounds, an assist, and a block for Moses Moody. Jonathan Kaminga only saw 11 minutes last night, 3 points, 1 of 3 from the field. 
Didn't see too much action of Damian Lee. Maybe we see more Gary Payton the second as well. Getting a lot of these young guys some playing time. It's going to be exciting to see Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. Two of the Warriors draft picks really lead this team and have an opportunity to showcase their talents like we saw over Summer League and to face off against Derek White and DeJounte Murray. A lot will say a lot of Warriors fans will probably not tune into this one. But hey, if you want to look at our guys developing, I think this is a great game to do so, especially against a well-coached team like Greg Popovich and the Spurs. You get to see Derek White and DeJounte Murray on the other side as well. The Spurs are coming off a loss to the Suns, 115-110 to two nights ago, and leading the way for the Spurs in that contest was Dougie Bucket's Doug McDermott with 24 points, 9 of 15 shooting. Keldon Johnson with 16 points on 6 of 16 shooting. And the Spurs lost by only 5 points. Very impressive because they played without Jakob Podol, DeJounte Murray, and Derek White. They all rested them there in that contest. Podol was dealing with a little bit of an injury, but Murray and White were just rested. And they're coming off fresh, and they should be ready to attack this Warriors team, take advantage with all their starters being out, and trying to get win number 1330 again for Greg Popovich. If he gets the win tonight, he'll be the third coach in NBA history to win 1330 games. And to close out the show, we gotta talk about All-Star Wiggins, his first career nomination for the All-Star Game, and not only is he going to the All-Star Game, but he's starting this season averaging 18.3 points per game, 4.3 rebounds, 2.1 assists, shooting 48.7% from the field, and 41.6 from beyond the arc, averaging one steal per game. We talk about the defense of Andrew Wiggins and how he's developed this season, but his offensive game has looked so good especially since he's been named an all-star starter since last Thursday against the Minnesota Timberwolves Wiggins since being named an all-star starter 22 points six rebounds three assists and here are the numbers that are gonna blow you away 56.8 percent from the field 54.5 percent from beyond the arc 2.0 steals and 2.0 blocks that's four stocks for you in three games in the past three games that Wiggins has averaged and shooting over 56% from the field over 54% from beyond the arc those are crazy numbers and a great efficiency rate for all-star Wiggins Here's a little sound on how Andrew Wiggins figured out how he was named an all-star starter, as well as how Curry realized that Draymond Green was not congratulating him on the all-star nod, but it was towards Andrew Wiggins. You'll enjoy this one. How was your afternoon? Man, it was, it was mind-blowing. You know, I was taking my little pregame nap, and my girl, my daughter, just woke me up. And said, you're a starter, you're a starter. And I thought I was dreaming for a second. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> but, you know, it was a good way to, you know, <clears throat> learn that I I made the, you know, an all-star. Um, and I'm thankful. You know, I've been putting in, putting in a lot of work. Um, and, you know, I found a home here. And uh, hopefully I can keep it going. 
I know we're all like just crazy excited for him to get his first experience. Feel a little overshadowed in the moment in the group chat and everything? Yeah, I think there was like a 30 minute delay before Draymond realized he didn't say congratulations to me. <laughs> uh, then I got like a little half, I think I got like a quick uh, slide on the pregame edit. And they had a whole highlight reel for Wiggs and then uh, a little splash page came on at the end like, oh yeah, congrats stuff. You <laughs> beautiful. Andrew Wiggins was woken up by his daughter and that's how he found out that he was going to be named an all-star starter. Woken up from his nap and it's a common practice of the Warriors team to take naps before games and we heard that after Jamie McCauley, a great reporter here for the Warriors, asked Steve Kerr that question. And I found this response from UCSF Dr. Narav Pandya that it is actually advised to take 20 to 90 minute naps between 1 and 4 p.m. and wait 30 minutes after waking up to work out. And I think, hey, if that's what Andrew Wiggins had to do to become an all-star, I think everyone at their profession needs to start taking naps and taking that advice there because Andrew Wiggins has been on a tear this season. And there's just been something about Andrew Wiggins and revenge against the Minnesota Timberwolves because earlier this season we remember those two poster dunks one of them against his former teammate and Carl Anthony Towns and that really was the emergence of all-star Wiggins this new Wiggins offense of him driving attacking and slashing and being a completely different player and then a week ago against the Minnesota Timberwolves Andrew Wiggins had a great game again in three games versus the Timberwolves this season, Wiggins as averaging 22 points, 3.7 rebounds, 2.7 assists, 59% from, from the field, 50% from beyond the arc, and one steal, one block, and hey, I'll throw this one, not an official stat, but one poster dunk per contest for Andrew Wiggins against the Timberwolves, and he's going to be returning back home to the team that originally drafted him the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we all remember how LeBron wanted him out, traded him for Kevin Love. Also, who else is joining Andrew Wiggins if you haven't heard? Stephen Curry getting his eighth career All-Star nomination, was not able to edge out LeBron James with the most votes, so the two All-Star captains are going to be from the West, LeBron James, and in the East, it's going to be Kevin Durant, your all-star starters in the West, Stephen Curry, John Morant in the backcourt, Andrew Wiggins, LeBron James, and Nikola Jokic rounding out the West, and in the East, Trey Young and DeMar DeRozan in the backcourt, while Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid round out the front court for the East. Again, there's going to be a draft. These captains can pick from either pole of the West and the East. Think there has to be a case for Draymond Green to make the All-Star game. He might not play in it, and they'll have someone come in for him as he's dealing with that lower disc and that lower back injury. But I think Draymond Green is well-deserved of another All-Star nod for him. This would be Draymond Green's fourth All-Star appearance if selected on Thursday, February 3rd. So on Thursday, they'll announce the reserves and we'll see if Draymond Green is one of those players. 
Great to see Stephen Curry come back and have that explosion. Have a great homestand for the Warriors riding this winning streak. Might end tonight. We got that breaking news that Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins will be out tonight joining Bielitsa. Andre Iguodala and others for the Warriors. We'll see if they can pull off that in what would be an upset against this young Spurs team. Popovich going for win number 1230. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Warriors 24-7 podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter again at Warriors 24-7 pod and follow me, Brandon Cadiz, on Twitter at bcadiz0. Make sure to hit follow to stay up to date on wherever you can get your podcasts to know the latest Warriors 24-7 podcast episodes. Until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in. This show is presented by Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.